0: It's time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on On Wrecked wrecked rankings. Rankings.
1: Love and or familial duty are in the air today at Wrecked Rankings where we discuss the best and worst things about having a wedding. I think this is something that we have both had experience with and we've become very good experts on this topic and now, I will stop using this voice. Yeah, I was, I was going to say. So,
0: like, I'm thrown off. Normally, I would have some witty <laughs> retort trying, to
1: your comments. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to, I was trying to see how long I could keep going. It didn't last very long at all. But, but I guess the topic is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, really today, it's you're you've uh, gotten engaged to a uh, significant other or significant others, depending on what the the process is, um, and. You are now in the process of planning, uh, having, you know, getting ready for it, executing a wedding uh, of some sorts. And so that's really what we're talking about today. So it's from the point of engagement, like moving forward through the planning and execution of that wedding. What are the best and worst things about that? That's that's really what we're talking about today. I guess you have any...
0: You know, it should be the happiest time of your life, right? And, and in some ways it is. It's also a ginormous headache in some ways, uh, which I'm sure my list will probably more so focus on. It's, it's definitely one of those events that like, it's the biggest party I think most people probably throw in their lives. Yeah. And it is so much work. And when the day actually comes, it goes by so quickly. And it's like, man, I just spent all this money on this. I I don't even remember half of it. I don't like some of these people. It's like this.
1: I, I was about to say I was curious, considering uh, I do the best list, you do the worst list. How you're going to navigate this without getting into hot water? But uh, you're already coming out firing here with the uh, the worst things about the wedding. So I think. Well, you know what, Nathan uh, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see how our Adventurous, you go with uh, that. I really
0: don't care, sir. Life is fine. We have a nice beer with us today. You want to tell that the is team? That's true.
1: So, we are drinking from the Real a real Ale Brewing Company in uh, Blanco or Blanco, Texas. It's not Blanco, way you it's want Blanco. to refer to it. It is the Vamanos. It is the uh, Let's Ghost beer. Uh, and so, it is a ghost beer. Um, it has lime and salt added into it as well. Um, from their website, Basically, they're they're using the ghost style, which is, is slightly sour. It's a it's a it's a wheat beer, um, but they, they have uh, hints of coriander and unique saltiness. Uh, they add a lime puree to the fermenter to add the lime flavor. Um, but really, this is, is something they they intend for you know the summer period uh, to be to be a refreshing light type of beer.
0: Now, I spoke to someone. They also said that they intended it for it to be persons of age only <laughs> to consume it. I had not heard that. So don't give this to your little brother like or life sister life. if they are not twenty one.
1: but what if what if that's the only thing to drink? What if what if you're stranded in the
0: desert and all you have is I don't know, man. I spoke with the representative. He was very stern, he was very <laughs> firm about, you know, what he thought the spear's intent was. I say we respect that. I will. <laughs> <But> I do.
1: <laughs> I do yeah we uh I vow to put a good
0: list out today <laughs> my only oh so yeah I want keep going with this because we are bad with puns right now. <laughs> my only real criteria was to use my real life experience in either either my own wedding or weddings I have attended so I'm trying to stick away stay away from like you know certain movie cliches or like you know things you may have seen on the silver screen and trying to go with the down and gritty, to let you know what it's like in the streets. <laughs>
1: okay. I, I mean, I, I guess on the criteria side, I'm not married to any specific criteria uh, going into this because, you know, all these are different to, to everybody depending on your unique wedding expectations and experiences. So I, I kept it fairly general. I, I think all the things I put on there would apply to, to most people. Uh, I think I kept it high level enough to where it'll, it'll work out. I, I think it... I think this will make sense. Um, but I, I don't really know if I have much to say else as far as, you know, what I did as far as preparing for this. I mean, yeah, using personal experience, I think, is something I did as well, uh, just naturally. Because, um, yeah, once you go through it, you get a lot of opinions on the backside of things. Uh, so, yep. Which I'm, I'm sure we're going to hear some interesting insights from you. So I'm pretty excited uh, about You too,
0: that. sir. But, yeah.
1: You got married. So I guess uh, for the... Uh, the list, I'll just kind of kick it off here. Go ahead. Uh, so number five on the best, I have food tasting. And so the food tasting is an integral part generally to the, you know, wedding preparation. You, usually you'll have food tasting for a couple uh, of, of different scenarios. You, you may not encounter food tasting at all, but usually uh, the, the most common one is tasting the cakes when you're trying to figure out what your wedding cake is going to be and so maybe you've gone to like a baker or something or whoever it is that's going to be uh, baking the cake I hope they have some kind of baking expertise but you know you try some different ones and kind of settle in possibly on you know what your wedding cake is going to be Um, other ones sometimes if you're doing catering of some sort or you're just kind of exploring that and so you're trying to figure out what dishes you're going to do what what, uh, so like what entrees, what sides, what have you. And and so sometimes you'll have a food tasting on, on that front as well. Um, or maybe it's a combination there. Maybe they're doing the cake and the food, but food tasting is something that's kind of enjoyable. It's like one of the few times in life that you get to be like, you know, on like, like a cooking show where you're like the judge panel or whatever to where you're getting to taste the food and, judge it and make your decisions based off that it's like one of the true times that you're in power in that moment it, it, it feels pretty great um you get to try foods which is always amazing so it's it's just like, like a purely positive experience obviously there can be conflict on the back end as far as settling on which exact items to go through but at least the you know the tasting portion where you're going there you're sitting down you're eating before you have to have those hard conversations.
0: That experience itself, I think, is pretty freaking great. Now, question: So, I actually did not encounter a food tasting. Mm-hmm. So, one: Do you pay for the tasting, or no? Because you're pay, you're going to end up paying for food. In my
1: case, I, I think usually you don't pay for a tasting. At least, you know, kind of like the bakers and that kind of stuff. They yeah. don't have kind of like samples that they bring out and have you do. But for my case. I had, like, a package deal where the venue comes with the catering and everything, so it's kind of like a, you know, like a bundle kind of deal to, to save money a bit, um, but what they did is, since you're doing everything with the venue, like, you have to do the catering through them unless you negotiate something different, and so for us, it wasn't any additional fee. Um, the only thing would be is if we wanted to bring a bunch of guests or something with us to help us evaluate food, then they would have like, you know, you'd have to purchase additional like ticket vouchers or something cause they'd have to increase how much they're making. Um, and, and so they would basically at the venue, they had like all the people for like this quarter or for weddings, they all come at the same time. They basically, you know, have big dining tables for everybody to sample through all the items that were going to be on the menu. Um, so i so, say, yeah, for me, it wasn't an additional cost, which, was great, I guess. (laughs) I guess avoiding additional cost in the wedding process is a challenge. It's not very easy to do. Um, but, but yeah, so it was, it was a great experience because this would include everything in our case was, you know, entrees, sides, the dessert. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I think that's, that's one of the more positive experiences I would say as far as like the planning stress.
0: So last question with that. So whenever you are doing the tasting, is a chef there with you or just some representative? Like, in your case, was it just some facilitator, was, organizer, person, or was it actually yeah, actual, so like, so first, chef? it was basically a bunch of people
1: sitting at dining tables, and so they kind of had people who worked there kind of bringing the things out, you know, explaining. Their, kind of almost like if you're at, like, a restaurant and, you know, the waiter or waitress is explaining what, what everything is, that kind of deal, as they bring it out or, you know, as you're asking about the menu. Um, so they, they did that. They would explain everything. They also had like sheets of all the things that you could write down your opinions on stuff so that you could kind of take notes and remember which things you did and didn't like. So that's, that's kind of how they did it in my case.
0: Oh man, I was kind of hoping it was more like a, you could be like Gordon Ramsey to the chef. Uh, roast the this chef. food is crap. <laughs> you know, but again, I guess I could make it more Where's awkward the too. Lamb sauce? <laughs> Oh, that's great. We need, we need to watch a Gordon Ramsay video soon. But anyways, it's the lamb okay. sauce. It sounds like an enjoyable time. Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty great. Like I said, somebody's bringing you all kinds of food. You're eating it. What what's there to complain about? You know,
0: <laughs> you know what you can complain about. Number five on my list, <laughs> and that's going to be booking a venue. Okay, so booking a venue. It's it's like we, typically the most expensive cost. Of a wedding. Generally for most people. Uh, It could be other stuff if you're having some extravagant thing. But then there's so much red tape. And Nathan, I hate red tape. So, one, there's dates. Okay. It, it Always like the first date you want. It's never available. Or it might be available. But like there's so many weddings. You can't really go into it beforehand. Like there's a wedding the night before. So they'll be cleaning and stuff. So you can't really have like an old school, like traditional rehearsal, which like all the movies make it seem like that's what happens. Um, Sometimes there's rules depending on if you know, like a municipality runs that venue, you might have to have like security on site or x amount of bartenders or you know some sort of liquor license or something like that. There's again, there's there's other red tape, and then there's just finding the perfect thing that the love of your life has wanted Oof. you know because with me i guess i'm more of just like a practical like yeah it's it's a, it's a place it has a, it has a roof <laughs> let's do it you know Oof. but to me you know i i guess yeah you know, I, I didn't understand that side of it you know i guess it has to meet all these criteria off of someone's checklist and I, for me it's just like what, what's proximity how many guests does it hold? Uh, what's the parking situation? I, I, I hate parking situations that are bad. I hate it. So I could not live in downtown like you, sir. Anyways, booking venue, very stressful. Could be monetarily a pain also. It could be stretched out over many payments. And again, things fall through also. Um, you know, it could be management changes. Could be something that was double booked, which I've seen happen before. Uh, there's there's all kinds of weird things, you know. There, some venues even do two weddings in a day. Like, you know, an early afternoon. And yeah, that's evening. rough. It's like, I wouldn't trust any of that. It, it's just... And then, it's, it's like looking for a house. It, it's like, you, there's so much time, and you're meeting with so many different people, and they're all trying to sell you on their own wares. And it's just <sighs> like, man, I just want to say I do to the person I love the most.
1: Okay, so... Uh... I guess in some your biggest gripe is all kind of like the logistical nightmare of trying the, to settle in and, and, and pick something and find something that works. Is that that kind of what your yes overall gist is
0: overall? Uh, so price, availability, and it's like shopping for a house. Okay,
1: okay. I I think those are all very fair points because um, exactly like you said. Um, I mean, you go the, the dates alone can be a an unbelievable hassle because you, you're you're probably having like certain dates in mind for, for your wedding off because you're trying to think of you know based on your situation whatever is gonna be available and things like that. There's there's certain times of the year that probably work better than and, others. And dude, the
0: upcharge from a Monday through Thursday to a Friday, Saturday, Sunday it makes you really consider like maybe that Thursday night wedding might work. <laughs> like dude, the the and I, I get it. Obviously, it's peak time, but it's like man, that's yeah. a huge. It's like double.
1: I mean. It's like, yeah, like Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday. they become more popular, I would yeah. say, because, I mean, it makes sense financially, especially if, if some of the dates that you would want on the weekends are taken. I mean, it's a pretty decent alternative that also saves money at the same time, because once again, price is going to be involved in everything. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think you kind of hit it on the head, because, um, yeah, getting these venues, it kind of stinks. I mean, it can also be a hassle trying to narrow down which venue works best. And then to like with the venue, there's also other considerations you have to do. Like, oh, what are going to be the nearby hotels or things like that? If if people need to stay, you know, near your venue, people coming in from out of town, that kind of deal. So that adds a whole other level of hassle as far as nailing that down. To that's a great point. It's not just booking the venue; it's it's also making sure that there's you know enough accommodations beyond just the venue itself when you're doing that to make sure you're not like. Doing something that's
0: going to bite you in the butt. I'm later. glad you said that. You know, like, or if you're having a destination wedding, that's For even sure. trickier to book. You know, that it's is. like do you spend all this time going out there, or do you just book without sight unseen? I guess the one positive on the destination weddings is usually it's less
1: people, to where it's, it's that element's easier to organize. But obviously, everything else can be a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> like, especially where you're going. But no, I think that's that's a very fair point. I'm I'm actually curious because that that's something that I, I think possibly could be higher on your list just depending. so I'm, I'm curious to see as we go through like how, how the rest of the picks shape up. Um, but I, I guess I'm gonna hop over to number four if that's cool with you. Do it. Um, so number four is the, the memories. That that you get from from the uh, My god the process in the wedding. <laughs> so this this is like it could be the planning or or the uh, ceremony or reception, any anything in this whole process, but really more focused on when things get messed up, like when things go wrong. Because honestly, they create the best stories coming out of it. Like I mean, those are the things that you remember and kind of make it special. Like imagine if you have a wedding and like one of the groomsmen's like being introduced to the reception just falls down on like a stage or something in front of everybody. Like something like that would really stick with you, but it creates these like great memories that, that really make those wedding experiences fantastic. Like anytime something goes wrong, it's hilarious. And like, you know, people may stress out at the time depending on what the snafu is or what have you, but honestly at the end of the day, everything's better off for those mistakes. So they like, kind of funny. Like sad clown
0: laughing at your own pain somewhat
1: like like you know it's 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 funny think about when someone shows up like the wrong shirt or something and they're a groomsman or something that'd be
0: hilarious see I, i guess that is a very interesting entry on your list because you know it's one of those things where like it's so different every day up until wedding day because like every day up until wedding day it is freak out over it but then like on the day of it's like well, crap, we're here. So yeah, you, you got to go with it. Like, I mean, and, and and the reason I say this applies to the whole
1: cross is because there's random drama that happens leading up to any wedding. It, it it could be minor, it could be major, but sometimes it's funny and creates these great memories that go along.
0: Like, spill the tea.
1: Oh, oh, I I don't have anything specific uh-huh. in mind, but 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 you know, I mean you know, maybe your caterer cancels on you or something, and, and some kind of crazy thing happens. I don't know. Like, some of those can be super stressful, but a lot of the times you get some kind of good story to talk about after the fact, like, down the road. Have you seen
0: Parks and Rec, like, all the way through? I have. Have you seen Donna and Joe's wedding? Or like, okay. her brother LaVondrius... Oh, it's creating like all, all the problems.
1: <laughs> I do. I do remember that. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I, so I, I think... The folks here is yeah those different moments that you get to take forward and talk about and laugh about together. I think those are, are some of the best experiences from the weddings. So I, I think that's that's really what I'm getting at here. Um, they add flavor to to the. You know process.
0: what? I mean, that's it, it's you're making you're making me a believer here because, like you said, for the most part, you know, hopefully, you only get one wedding.
1: So I mean, I mean, I, I guess also like you, you were talking about like movie tropes and things, and even the show. I mean. Usually, there's somebody oh that's overserved at the wedding and creates some kind of fun distraction or something like that. That's always entertaining sure. to you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, I would consider that as part of this as well. You know, just different shenanigans that occur. So, I, I that that's really where it is. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that's something that. Once again, that that's really what resonates a yeah. lot of times beyond obviously the ceremony itself. You know, the the whole marriage thing that that's kind of a big piece of it. But but those are the, the other the other big factors that that come up a lot.
0: Fair enough. Okay, uh, good pick. Number four on the worst list: managing the wedding party. So don't don't snicker at this. So you're getting married, fantastic, right? You want to involve your closest friends and family. Here's where the problems start. One, not you and your, your, your you know, lover to be, you're not going to have. Lover to be, I hope they're already. No, you're not already lovers. Time. It's a very bitter relationship. You're hoping the marriage will turn it around. <laughs> but most of the time, you don't all always have like the same size circle of like close friends. You know what I mean? So, like, you have to decide, like, you know, how many groomsmen do you have, Nathan? Well, I have eight. Well, Matt has four. So, we have to, like, do some sort of, what are we doing here? Are we cutting it to four? And then you have to worry about hurting someone's feelings. Or, you know, if you're like me, you really don't care about slashing feelings. You know, that could also be its own conflict. So, like, it's weird, right? Because you you have to sync up. So, you have to agree on the same amount. Also, you know, if you're dealing with someone like super compassionate, like, you know, a wife or a husband-to-be, you know, they might not want to pick that one person to be, like, you know, maid of honor or best man. It's like I've seen people, like, cop out and do two. Oh, man, yeah. It's like, no, just, just make a de- decisive choice and let's move on with it, all right? It's like shooting a deer in the leg and then you have to go... <laughs> Finish it off with the shovel like Michael Scott. Don't do that. Just just make a choice. People will respect you more if you just choose something and move on. All right. That's not even the worst part. Managing the wedding. So you chose these people. They accepted. Great. So now you have to get everyone fitted for for suits, right? So, again, you have to decide what you're wearing. You have to decide what you want your team to wear. And then it's it's somehow every wedding I've heard of or been involved in, there's always certain people at the wedding party that never really participate. So, like, you tell people very nicely in texts, in emails, phone calls, Hey, man, I need you to get fitted by X date. Oh, it's cool. I got it. And, like, it comes up, like, a week before. Hey, just a reminder, you haven't gotten fitted yet. Everybody else did. Oh, I got it. And, like, they still didn't go to it. It's like you have to hold their hand and drag them to go do this. Was that
1: an experience you had?
0: Uh, it's an experience I have seen.
1: Oh, okay. That's a good save there. Yeah. <laughs> so similar to so it's the venue, it's the whole process of establishing and then managing the wedding party, essentially. It so is. Everything from the selection process to getting them logistically set up. To, Correct. And
0: then you have to get everyone coaching. set up, and it's like, do you have special accommodations for the wedding party? Also, you have to coordinate some sort of rehearsal, and that's also a pain, because that's another requirement they have to meet, and you have to meet... Yeah. It, it's just you're hoping no one backs out or, or changes. or And, again, there could be weird stuff, too, not even on the funny side. But, you know, there yeah. could be some financial hardship. You know, if you go somewhere for a wedding, uh, you know, paying for, like, dresses or suits is not cheap sometimes. And it's just <laughs> nothing super positive comes out of it other than you choose certain people to take more photos with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a stressful process. Um, I, I can't disagree with that. Um, yeah, especially I mean coordinating things like attire, like for you know groomsmen and bridesmaids, those kinds of deal. That, like you mentioned, it can be a pain if people aren't keeping up with, with those things, or you, you know may, maybe there's some kind of controversy on on that front. Um, but I, I guess yeah. Uh, you you have, you know, however many people usually, like, I, I mean, what, it's common to have at least four groomsmen, bridesmaids. Uh, I say, um, I say it in the middle, I think a lot of people announce like five or six. Yeah, so I, anytime you gather, you know, 12 different people that you need to get all be on the same page and doing stuff, and they may not live in the same place, they may be kind of all over, there's bound to be a couple of issues along the way, no matter which way you want to slice it, so... It does throw a wrench in the plans uh, of the process when you're trying to you know maneuver and, and do what you need to do to make sure everything is going according to plan, but then you got extra wrenches thrown in w- with all this that 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 kind of logistical you know handling of sorts so I think I, I think it's a good point um because yeah it's not fun uh,
0: it's not fun it's, it's like yeah, you want those people to be there, but it's like, man, you're really not asking you. You are asking a lot, but you aren't. Like, the yeah. commitment is a lot. The actual action isn't that great. Get yeah. your stuff together. If you're invited to be in a wedding party and you accept, accept. If you don't want to do it, don't do it.
1: Uh, I, I mean, that's a good point. I, I, if, if you're accepting it, then, yeah, you're kind of saying, hey, I'm willing to do what's required to yeah. you know, fulfill that duty, I guess. It's fine if you don't want to do it. Just be the clear. Yeah. It. Okay. The, but, yeah, that, I think it's a good point. Um, getting into number three, this one's pretty straightforward, really easy. I just called it trips. Um, because the wedding process, that entails, you know, a bachelor party, bachelorette party, honeymoon, those kinds of things.
0: Oh, I thought you meant like a friend is making an entrance and they fall down. Oh, no, I mean. Oh, not, not, (laughs) not that kind of trip. Okay. That would be embarrassing.
1: I mean, it's better than you thinking it's like acid trips or something like
0: that. Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: But, uh. Yeah, so, I mean, naturally, you're, you're planning the wedding. And so, I mean, culturally, it's very common to have, you know, a bachelor or bachelorette parties. And so those usually are a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, to your last point, it does involve coordinating because <laughs> you got to make sure all the groomsmen and bridesmaids uh, in either side of the thing are, are uh, you know, keeping on, on track with those types of, of discussions as well with, you know, going to the party, that kind of deal. And then if you invite people out to the wedding party, that's even more people you're coordinating, but the trips themselves are, are generally a lot of fun because you get to get to with the bachelor bachelor parties, you know, get together with your best friends and, and whatnot and family and, and kind of go, you know, do something cool is, is what it comes down to. And then the honeymoon, obviously you're spending time with the person that you care about or people that you care about. Like I said, I don't know if polygamy is still a thing or not, huh. um, but, uh, that that's kind of self-explanatory and and that's also super rewarding too because at that point you've you've succeeded getting through all the barricades in the way to get to the actual ceremony and you know get through all that so it's kind of like a nice little reward at the end of the process so that one of course is also very enjoyable from that standpoint it's the first time you actually get to slow down a bit i guess it would be the best way to put it um but yeah it's pretty straightforward that's really kind of how it got on here um and so I just kind of
0: consider that as part of the wedding process as well. I don't have anything to add to that. It is, as long as, again as long as you can afford it because it is a lot. It could be a yeah, lot of once, but it's, it's
1: a great time. But yeah, I mean, even if you do a low budget, you know, party or low budget honeymoon, some it, it's still it's basically going on vacation doing something other than your day to day life, or you know. If it's leading up to the wedding, you're not stressing about the wedding during that time. It's it's a time that you set aside to relax and just have fun, regardless of what budget you're working with, where you're going, that that kind of deal. So I think that that's what gets it here.
0: Okay, fair enough. So number three on the worst list. This one you're going to think is is very small compared to the other ones, but let me let me try to sway you. Cash bars. Okay. So, you've been invited to a non-open bar. Okay. So, you you are at a wedding that does not have free booze. Okay. okay. Let me let me tell you why this is bad. Okay. So, the first things we've talked about so far on this list, those are things generally that you can control. It, it almost seems like it was more from the perspective of, like, it is your wedding. This is kind of flipped script. You've been invited to someone's wedding, and you have taken... The time out of your busy schedule to, to either travel or to spend your whole Saturday or Sunday at a venue. And that's great. You you, you know, you love seeing holy matrimony and, you, you know, you want to cheer and you want to dance and live it up. And that's fantastic. And then you sit through a ceremony and great. Everything went off without a hitch. And all you want to do is grab an ice cold Coors Light to have a good time with your friends. But guess what? It's five bucks. What? $5 for a Coors Light? The mountains don't even turn blue anymore. Are you serious? Are you kidding me? You have bought them a gift. You have dressed appropriately, I hope. You, you sat there quietly and respectfully, and you cheered when prompted to. And all you want for that compliance is a beer. <laughs> and you can't get it without paying for it. I don't get it. it. You should not have a wedding. Why are it, you
1: shaking your fist?
0: I, I am so angry. You should not have a wedding if you cannot afford to at least get people beer and wine. No You don't have to have liquor. No one really needs liquor at a wedding. Honestly, that could probably cause more problems in some circumstances. Fair boy. <laughs> But you need to have something of the alcoholic persuasion for your guests. Okay? Your, your, your single friend is trying to mack on some young, attractive person, and they can't. You know why, Nathan? Because they don't have enough money. Because they spent it all pressing their jeans.
1: Hey, hey, hey dating is a pay-to-play game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they spent it all on shoe polish to make <laughs> sure they looked nice and presentable. <laughs> this, is, this is inhumane. This is absurd. This is a travesty. You are hitting all the criteria for being a guest at a wedding. You're getting fed. Why can't you get a beverage? I mean,
1: usually they have, you know, sodas and water. No,
0: they don't. It's all cash.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. I I think this is the reason, too. uh, Sometimes when people go to the wedding, they uh, take a flask or something, sneak it in, go out into the hall, turn it into the alcohol, if you will. I'm saying. uh, it should be a celebration. Drink
0: out of the uh, the flask. It should be a celebration. Take some money there. It should be a party. You should have some sort of libations for your attendees. All right. Well, let me let me throw this caveat
1: then. All right. So you 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 showed your disdain for a cash bar, but what if there are BYOB rules implemented to where you're allowed to provide your own stuff to bring it with you? So you're not having to like buy alcohol at you know higher prices on site. But you're allowed to bring it in for your own consumption. Uh,
0: you know, I'm not a fan of that either. Okay. Now, if you did tell me, like, like, for whatever reason, I could do that, like, in lieu of a gift, maybe. But you
1: can drink your own alcohol instead of bringing them a gift? Like, like,
0: like, like you bring a case of beer for the party. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> instead of getting you a toaster, I just bring a, a case of Miller. For...
1: I, I was going to get you a nice mailbox. But instead, I just got drunk at your wedding. Isn't that enough,
0: Joseph? I don't know. Why didn't Joseph plan accordingly? I don't know. But I I, have not I don't seen think it's appropriate. you will come up before, but there's a lot of scenarios we're talking about here. Again, I don't think it's appropriate. I think it, look, if you're budgeting for a wedding and you're inviting a lot of people, either scale back the people, scale back the venue. What
1: what if it's a cash bar, but, like, instead of paying them in cash, you pay them in, like, favors or something? What does that mean? (laughs) Actually, I don't like the road that's going on. Yeah. I'm going to abandon that. Okay, good. Okay.
0: Let's just go on. Anyways, (laughs) don't do that, people.
1: (laughs) Number two on on the list is uh, being able to gather all your family and friends together for for the wedding. It's... uh, One of the few times, especially if you and your significant other's families and and friends would always cross paths all the time, it's one time to, like, you get everybody together in in one place and you get to party with all of them at the same time. And honestly, too, weddings, when you think about it, are are one of the only times where people feel obligated to go if they're connected to you. Because, you know, usually, like, you know, in your daily lives, you try to organize, like, a party or something and, like, you know, a lot of people don't end up coming for one reason or another. I mean even if it's just for the fact that they live out of town or something. Weddings are like the one time where you can basically call people in from across the country, across the world even, basically to get them all into one place. For the one time you really have that kind of power to make them all do that. Or to that they feel obligated to do that. So it creates this like one party that you can never really recreate again, if that makes sense. It's like it's like a, a one time deal. And and so usually you're hopefully inviting people that you care about um, one way or another, especially because people as you don't get to see very often, so that it's all that kind of mixed together, and so usually it makes for a good time. That's that. That's what I have here.
0: I, I, I don't... I'm not as animated this time. Like, I don't have a lot to add to that. You know, it... It's because it's a great like, pick. Maybe. I mean, you know, Broken Clock is right twice a day. <laughs> I mean, but... Yeah, like like we talked about at the beginning, again, it's typically the biggest party you're going to throw in your life. So you might as well make sure every, everyone you want to be there is there. So, yeah, good pick. I'm, not, I'm yeah, just going to move it, on. It, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Number two on the worst list. Nathan, have you ever been to a wedding and you had to sit through a church portion?
1: Yep. It happens quite frequently, actually.
0: Regular length... Church masses, you know, church ceremonies, regular church in the context of a wedding day is the worst. It's the absolute worst. Here's why. A lot of times, I mean, a lot of times, it means you have to go to a secondary venue afterwards for a reception. Not every time. Sometimes it's on site. Although I have been to one where it was on site. And that means because it was at a church, they they were really restrictive on fun, like we were talking about in the last thing. But, so that's already a no-go. Nobody wants to leave in the middle and drive somewhere else, especially if it's a long ways away, which I've had to do before. Two, nobody is interested in sitting there. We want to celebrate you. We want to celebrate John and Janie, all right? the tying the knot, all right? Look, I'm all for whatever beliefs you have or don't want to have. I just... I signed up for a wedding, okay? I didn't sign up to go attend church, which is fine. If, if you, Even if you love church, it's like, man, I'm already doing this on Sunday, all right? I don't want to sit here all day on Saturday and listen to the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like watching reruns. It's like, it's like watching the Astros game, and then you just watch the same game tomorrow for some reason. What if you really like the game? Has anyone done that? Do you, like do people do
1: that? I mean, I guess if it's like a sports game that's like an instant classic or something you want to relive but the But does emotions. someone
0: know in the here and now what an instant classic is or does it take years?
1: I think it depends. I think there's certain times you you, you can feel you it just and, know. Yeah.
0: Okay, th- anyways, I I digress. But again, one it's going to a secondary venue. I hate that. I absolutely hate it. Especially if you have like a family and you have kids just getting everyone like coordinated and in and out, it's awful. All right? You don't want to load up things multiple times. Two, a lot of times you get bored. And people get bored. And they up, They do. They end up on their phones. They end up goofing off. A lot of times... On it, their phones in church? Yep. That's... I've also been to, like, an odd amount of churches that are, like, really hot. Either the AC is not working properly.
1: Or it's or just not a, very effective. Yeah. I, I, yeah, no, And yeah, it's, it's like, like... I'm there with all
0: that. <laughs> I've been a few of those in, like, summer months. And it's like, good Lord, what are we doing? So... Again, I just hate the prospect of having to do that. I just want to get onto the party. Wedding should be a celebration of life and love, and we should just get down and boogie.
1: I guess I hear what you're saying. I guess I have a different perspective a bit. I guess yeah. I guess the way I see it is. All right, so they're getting married. They're going to do it the way they want, one way or the other, because it's obviously their wedding. And so I'm being invited to join in on that. So, I'm, but but at the end of the day, if I'm you know, I guess I'm kind of playing by their rules, or if I'm you know, in the yeah. party, I'm playing by rules. So like, I'm down to sit through whatever, because um, yeah, that's the way they want to do it. That's that's fine. So I'm cool with all that stuff. And then knowing at the back end, yeah, at the end, of the day, there's the reception too, where you know, <clears throat> you basically get to you know, enjoy and cut loose then. That, that kind of deal.
0: All I'm saying is, like, would it be so hard to have, like, a, a, another option or, like, some sort of, like, time killer? Like, if you got bored, like, is it so, is it too much to ask to, like, throw a copy of, like, Mad Libs in the pews? Is, is that, is that, is, that like, is that too much? Well, I, I guess
1: the, the danger you have with some of those too, is if there's, like, children at the weddings or, like, you know, babies and things like Correct. that. It's hard to keep uh, pacified for very, very long increments of time. So I think that's the other wild card that kind of comes
0: in. I don't know. I, I also feel like some people use it as a cop out. Cause like some people that do do the two venue thing, do it at first where it's like, Oh, everybody come. There's not you don't really need an invite for like the, the church portion. Yeah. But a lot of people do it like, Oh, it's only adults only later. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate that. So like it, it's either because I've never really seen anybody that's like, okay, I'll just go drop off the kids I'll get them all dressed for this church portion, and then we'll just go drop them off. Like no one does that. You're either gonna find someone to watch them the whole day, or you're not gonna go. So like, and if you found someone for the whole day, let's just get to the party, man. Time is precious. That's what I gotta say.
1: Okay, so I yeah, I I get like I said, I I see what you're you're getting at. It, It makes sense, but I guess that's one thing I'm I'm not. Super passionate. I, I'm I'm okay with. I guess is if there there is a long ceremony of sorts, because I guess ultimately it is what they want, and so I'm 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 okay with that. I can I can I can deal.
0: But you know what? Sometimes it's not what they want. Sometimes it's what their overbearing family wants. All right, move on to.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> 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 what did you just whisper into the mic there? <laughs> Everyone uh, heard it. Okay. Um, number one is the potential tax benefits uh, of being married. Fantastic. Uh, no, no, just oh. that is not what my number one is. Number one is marrying the person that you love. Yes. So, <laughs> so, the whole point of this process, you know, all this is that you can formally commit to, to this one person for the rest of your life. Or, once well, again, I guess I have to keep adding the caveat for people if that's how it works somewhere. Um, uh, but But yeah So you've, you've decided That person And so Everything leads up To that exact moment where you, where you get to Make that commitment In front of Hopefully all the people That you care about And hopefully not People that you don't Care about Um So So that's That's really what This is all leading to And, and then afterwards You know it, Life was just easy At that point Because now you're married And you've achieved All you need to So that's That's You ride off Into the sunset happily Like the movie show That's basically how it works So uh I, I, that's what I got here. Uh, you know what? That, that, that's pretty
0: simple. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that that's, it's the correct answer. I mean, it, it's the point of getting married. It's, it's yeah, to start, you know, your life together, your new life as one unit. Um, no, again, I want to be a, a smart ass, but I, I, I can't. It's a good pick. <laughs>
1: I'll just kick it over to the worst. Yeah, myself. let's, let's just do it.
0: So, the right the white the white the right way to phrase this, <laughs> number one on the worst list. The racist <laughs> I'm just gonna say invitations. So this encompasses a great many things. So one deciding on number of persons. Again, kinda of ties into the venue a little bit, but how many people do you want? People are expensive. Plates of food are expensive. Space is expensive do you really want that many people or does your family want that many people? I've seen weddings were like, it was almost like a, a party for the parents almost more so than it was for the actual people getting married. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like you're writing your guest list and that's awful too. Cause like you have to compile addresses. Yeah. We don't do addresses anymore. All right. This isn't like 1994 when your aunt Sally had the family address book. Okay. It doesn't exist. So so then like, I don't know why, but it seems really weird in today's like today to ask someone for their address. It may, it's like, why do you want my address? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it's like, what are you doing with with this information? So I don't know why it's just, it feels weird on everybody's end, right? Asking for it, giving it, it it feels weird. It shouldn't, but it absolutely does. Um, also, why do we still stick to the, the convention of paying for nice invitations and sending them out via the postal service?
1: I'm, I'm right there with you. I,
0: why have e bites just not become the official thing?
1: I mean, they're more effective, more reliable. They are.
0: But the weddings are like the one industry where it's like, I don't know if it's just classic. And like people are wanting, they have that idea in their head of getting married and I, mean, I was like, yeah,
1: they're pretty, I guess. I had
0: these like nice pretty invitations and they went out. But like
1: no you one keep one It's a keepsake. Yeah, uh, you keep sure.
0: Kind of but like none of your guests keep it. It goes in the trash or it gets stuck up on a calendar until that date and then it gets thrown away. No one keeps them.
1: It's also more time efficient to do the evites too, because you know if there's delays in getting things back and forth from one place to another via the mail or something gets lost, God forbid. I mean, it's
0: see, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know why that that convention's stuck around. Because, like, you know, even if you know, God forbid, there has to be a change. Would not it be better if it was just a Facebook invite? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, when it, I mean,
1: when it comes down to it, too. I mean, with the paper invitations, what inevitably happens is you know, a certain percentage of them doesn't come back by the date you need to, right? And so then. You end up starting to turn it into kind of like an e-vite situation where you're, you know, texting and things back and forth to figure out who's coming, who isn't, all that kind of deal. Man. And it involves more manual work to do it that way as opposed to literally having, you know, an e-vite portal where you manage that stuff, send stuff to people's emails, they respond. It just, it's a far simpler, more efficient process, especially because people stress out about the guest list number, right, and how many people are going to come up because that changes, like you said, changes the cost, changes everything, so it's in your best interest to get that information as quickly and effectively as possible. And the e eBytes really seem like that would be the correct way to do it.
0: It is. You know, both of us, you it's more so, or, you know, we're really like more analytical and numbers based. <laughs> I just want to have like my Google Sheets thing open and I just email you and you just say yes. And I just go, boom, it's done. Instead of like, did it get delivered? Do you have the right address? Do you have someone's correct full name? I have made that mistake, you know, with like the age of social media and stuff. Like sometimes you don't have the correct names. That's and I've done that for multiple people. <laughs>
1: that's that's what I like too about so the concept of an e-vite, too. Um, so one, you just need an email address, which is much easier to obtain and doesn't change as frequently as a physical mailing address does. Especially if people live in apartments and they may move year over year. Um, but also, if you do an e-vite, too. You could actually ask them for their address so that you could keep that on on hand for, like, thank you cards or something after the fact, too. It, so it kind of works out that way as well. Um, but, but, yeah, I I can't agree more that the invitation process is a pain in the butt and that it'll probably be for the best if it becomes socially acceptable to, like, move away from the pretty invitations Correct. and go towards, like, the evite situation. That this
0: stuff, this stuff can add up. And then it's, like you always hurt someone's feelings and it's normally like someone in your close immediate family. Cause like you didn't invite your second cousin that you met once when you were eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know. I, I think our generation is a little different too. You know, I think like our, our parents' generation was more like more family oriented and like there was always more gatherings and stuff. Yeah. Now it's like, If I I see you, I see you and I'll invite you. But, like, I I don't feel obligated just because we have a blood relation.
1: Yeah, choosing the invites and creating that list is kind of a whole discussion in and of itself, I think, a little bit. Um, And kind of like you mentioned earlier, too, uh, sometimes, you know, family wants specific people to come. Yep. And I guess that situation, I mean, in all fairness, depending on how you're funding the wedding, if, like, parents and stuff are contributing, like, I think there's a reasonability as far as respect to, like, you know, if they're funding this or doing so much that that is, there's, there's certain leniencies and, and things that you're willing to like, you know, offer as part of the process. To be like, hey, you're doing all this, you know, you have so, so you the senses, are correct. You have Nathan. some say on the guest
0: list, but I hate strings attached. I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. And, and like you said, this is America,
1: this is capitalism, we have, you know, everything it, comes at a price. It, usually, you know,
0: even if you did finalize it, it's like, like you were talking about earlier. You jumped up one point ahead of me. It's like. People never send them in on time. Yeah, ever. No matter what arbitrary date you pick, there's always people you're hunting down. And like, why? We should we should
1: stop that. <laughs> they'll send it back by the deadline, but it obviously doesn't get there till days later.
0: <laughs> we should just stop saying like we should just say if it's not in, you're not in. If it's not in, you're not in. Just be done with it. Well, what if there's a postal service issue? There's not. There's not. There's not. Wouldn't <laughs> you get something? Deal with it right then. Don't wait a month and a half. And oh yeah, that's just been sitting on the counter. No, deal with it. Again, if this was an invite, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, I, I, I think we're. But then also uh, on the invitations, guess what? A lot of people do assigned seating. So then you have to think of your seating chart for all these people you invited, and that, depending on your family dynamics, could be a pain in the butt itself. Right? You know, depending on your you know your parental situations, depending on who is having an argument with who currently in the family, who dislike each other, uh, what, which of your friends are bugging you because they want to sit next to the cute girl. You know, <laughs> wedding party. There's so many things. Again, it, it, It's silly. It's a seating chart. The seating chart's
1: kind of fun, though. It makes you feel powerful. You control the political dynamics. of oh.
0: I made a mistake. I used a pen. There's just cross-outs everywhere. It was a nightmare. Oof. But then, you get that hammered out, Nathan. And one of the last things with the invites... Some people just don't show up. Some people that said they were going to that's,
1: show up, I was going to bring that up.
0: <laughs> don't show up, and that's almost I can't. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's more infuriating than having to hunt them down, or if it's less because that's you paid for food, you allocated space, you did this and that, and then they don't even have the the gumption to show up.
1: Yeah, that 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 is very frustrating. And,
0: and it's like I get it. emergencies happen. But most of the time, these people don't even say anything. It's a no-call, no-show, as we say in the industry. <laughs> but it, I don't know. That, that's like the ultimate slap in the face to me.
1: Yeah, that, that, that sucks. I would say it's more so frustrating because at that point, they've communicated they are coming. So you've decided, once again, to make the decision to pay for them to be there, basically, and, and organize all that. And then, I mean, it also ruins your seating chart if you have like a table that's like awkwardly yeah. empty.
0: That that happened in mine at one time. So it's
1: it's that it makes the seating chart situation more frustrating. I think that's to be straight up. That may be the biggest one that you brought up. Is just no shows. That that sucks. Like that's just because everybody loses there. It ruins the seating chart. I mean, you're paying money that you don't need to be paying. You feel you feel like they hate you or something. Like or they just don't care enough about you to you know, kind of deal with it. I mean, if something happens and they tell you about it, you know, there's obviously some kind of incident or something like that's, that's a completely different scenario. But, but yeah, that, 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 that always sucks. That, that, that sucks more than I think even the postal mail process. So I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. Uh, But, but yeah. Okay. So kind of covered the list. So I guess, I guess we'll start off with the honorable mentions. Um uh, is there anything that you thought that I would have on this best list or anything that came to mind for you that you wanted to add
0: for the best list Yeah There is a couple of things sir Okay The first dance Okay I think it's underrated Now okay. I'm not talking about like mother son father daughter dances I think those can be cringe <laughs> But I think the first dance, because then like, at least in my experience, like you end up more laughing about all those things you were talking about earlier, like all the crap that went wrong. And you just kind of comment about the day to each other in like an intimate setting because you're spending the whole day being photographed and watched and listened to and observed. And yes, that's still happening in that moment, but you can talk to each other and it's still semi-private. Yeah, because they can't
1: hear what you're saying up there.
0: Yeah. And you know, you can just go... Babe, we just gotta make it a couple more hours and we can take, I can take my pants off and <laughs> we can eat ice cream and just start our lives together. <laughs> so I, I think that's vastly underrated. Okay, that's a duly,
1: duly noted. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Okay.
0: Uh, this is kind of a, a weird one. I don't know if it's getting. I'm concerned. I, I can't remember how it happened at your specific wedding, but like, I, I enjoyed cutting the cake. I had a good time cutting the cake at my wedding.
1: I Yeah, cutting cake's fun. I, I don't like cutting cake, but... but well, are you not good wedding, at it? Yes, but at, at the wedding, you know, it, it is a little bit different. Like, that... It is a, a, a fun experience. It's I guess, a fun experience. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that.
0: Why, why are you bad at cutting cake, real quick? I'm just
1: not very good at cutting cake. Now, you're not using
0: the right types of knives, because that can make a huge difference.
1: That probably explains a vast majority of it, yes. Okay. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, I think that's. I wouldn't say that was top five worthy. Most likely, based on the things that I I, I put in there, actually, uh, I'm doing so. Like the food tasting, that's the one that I had number five. I'm trying to think about some of the things you're mentioning, in, in relative to that, um, that I think that's the one I would, I would consider swapping if I if I entertain those. But but yeah, no, I guess the cake cutting's
0: pretty good. I'll yeah, For the, 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 I'm, I'm pretty good with the best list.
1: Yeah, I guess I was going to add, um, on the best list, another one I was considering, uh, I know you mentioned booking a venue on the worst list, but the touring venue uh, process for me is actually kind of fun. Really? Like, you know, like, when you go in and, like, you kind of go get the grand tour of the place and you can kind of, like, you know, see kind of what's cool about it and those kinds of deals and you get to learn about the cool stuff that you're allowed to do there before you have to worry about all, like, the logistics and crap of actually making it happen or what things you can't do there. I think that process is kind of fun. I guess it's a little bit exciting. It's, it's kind of like the fun part of like a house hunting process before you have to get into all the logistics of buying said house. So I think that's that particular piece of that experience I think is enjoyable. Um, but that being said, I do agree with the other stuff you said about booking a venue, the, how the logistics can be a nightmare. I mean that that's hard to argue against. <laughs> but but yeah um, that's really all I had on, on the best side as far as things I was considering um, so I guess on the dishonorable side the main one I, I was thinking about was the, the invitations and stuff but because yeah like the things we talked about like that all those things are super pain but but just overall comment I had is just like cost how like no matter what you do in the wedding process like anytime you need to change something or add something or whatever It changes the budget every single time. You know it's
0: dumb? Flowers.
1: (laughs) They they are very expensive. Just have
0: fake flowers. No one cares. Just have some fake flowers.
1: So yeah, basically anything you need to do costs money. It's one of those situations where when you're having a wedding, everyone wants to cater to you, but obviously they want to do it at a price. So anything and everything you try to do comes with some kind of price tag, and it makes it hard to try and budget things when these... Super minor things just keep coming up all the time. I think that's, that's kind of the general feel. So it wouldn't be attached to any specific piece of the planning process, but just as a general comment, I guess. Mm-hmm. How about you? Any other ones that you thought close to making your list that maybe didn't, that we haven't already touched on?
0: Oh, yes. There's a few. Oh boy. So depending on your wedding, your budget, your venue, if you or your wedding party has to do any packing or unloading, Okay. Of things, because I think a lot of people have to deal with that. You know, whether it's moving chairs, other furniture, setting things up properly, decorating, stuff like that. I- again, it's it's one of those things. Being in a wedding party, you know, you expect to have to help when needed uh, with stuff like that. But again, no one loves doing it. Um, also, small talk, and what I mean by small talk at your wedding is when you have to go around to all the tables at your wedding. And just make random chit chat that you don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You want to say thank you, but then all you do is get pulled like eight different directions all the time. Because also you're
1: tired at that point. Correct. (laughs) You just, you
0: just like, I just want to go eat. I just want to like sit down (laughs) and eat and just have like five seconds of just alone time. Also, another one when the songs don't slap. Let's say you have a DJ, and they've gone kind of weird with their playlist, and it's like, man. I guess
1: is, so I guess a lot of you have the perspective you're attending somebody else's wedding. Is that true for this one, too? Or are you talking about your own wedding? I, my own wedding was fine.
0: I enjoyed my own wedding. But it okay. could be it could be either.
1: Like maybe you went with a DJ, and they didn't live up to your expectations.
0: <coughs> Ooh, excuse you. me. Um, yeah, maybe they didn't live up to your expectations. Or again, maybe you're attending a wedding, and it's just not the vibe you want. Yeah, it's just not bopping. It's not bopping. It needs to slap. That, that is true. You know what I mean? Um, so, no, th- those are the main things. The songs I... don't hit the different, they hit the same. Yeah, that's it. So, you got anything else? No, I think
1: we kind of covered it. Because, um, yeah, like I said, the, the one I had was cost. I mean, I mean, with that being said, they shouldn't call it matrimony. They should call it matrimony because of how much it is.
0: But Okay, so back to the beer real quick. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed this very much. It may be my favorite, like, salt and lime beer. What do you think?
1: I agree. This is this beer is awesome. <laughs> it's really
0: good. Vominous.
1: Yeah i i I'm trying to remember the other beers that we've had from Real Ale, but this one might be the best we've had from them for sure. Like I, I would get this. I, again. I think I think I, I think I'm pretty confident in that statement. How I think about it, but no this this is super easy to drink too. Like this, it tastes great. It's refreshing. I think as far as summer beers kind of go, this is fantastic. It's perfect for us. Like I think this would be great in the heat. Yeah, like that. And not like sitting out where it's hot, but like, you know, as a refreshing cold beverage to have in the heat. Yeah. But um, like you said, though, only if you're of age. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the true. That's only caveat we should add in.
0: Well, like the beer, we're going to vominos out of here. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us talk about weddings. Hopefully you get the experience. Yeah. Make, what? make your wedding dreams come true. Say yes to the dress. <laughs> Is that still a show?
1: feel like those never go away or something else has replaced it if not i think it's like that should be like
0: our mission statement to end those shows
1: there's i mean there's all kinds of weird like wedding shows out there like i guess like for like gypsies and, and things i don't know if that's the correct term but but yeah like there's there's all kinds of those shows so don't worry they're all there for you if you ever
0: want to watch one all right guys well we've been wrecked rankings we've ranted on weddings now go have your own